This morning I want to share something for us from the Lord. So back in October, November of last year, uh, I began to hear these three, you could call them words, phrases, something uh, from the Lord. And, and uh, the first thing I kept hearing was divine help. Uh, and the second thing I was hearing was uh, the I am. Uh, and then the last thing I was hearing was the glory of God. And uh, once I heard these three words, uh, I remember they came together uh, about in a three-day period. I heard them all for the first time in about a three-day period, but I knew somehow they were connected. And uh, in the next months leading up to January, I kept hearing those three words, those three phrases come up in my spirit. And I would find every time I would, I would begin to pray that something would come up about divine help, something would come up about the I am, hallelujah, or, or the glory of God. And so I recognized all of a sudden that these words that I had heard uh, were marked for 2024. And so I'm going to be honest with y'all, I was trying to not give y'all a word for 2024. So I told the Lord I'm not giving them a word for 2024. They can have their own word. And here I am today with a word. So those three words were marked for 2024, and so today I want to set our faith in agreement as a church, as a people. Uh, if you're not part of Houston Faith Church, that's okay today. You can see if these resonate in your spirit, um, but I'm a firm believer that wherever you are planted, and every church, every church uh, believer should be planted somewhere, uh, that you know some of your direction and your flow for the year or for things you're headed toward is going to come from your pastor. Because we got to be in this together. And the greater we can get in this together, the greater we can be unified, one heart, one voice, one mind, headed in the same direction, believing God for the same thing, the greater the power will be, the greater the manifestation will be, the greater uh, pieces of the kingdom. We sang about it this morning, believing for the greater things. Uh, but today I want to set our faith in agreement as a church for great help from the great I Am. That's the word that the Lord has given me. I'm not going to talk about the glory today. Um, but I want you to know the word is great help from the great I am. And on 1-1, one, one, uh, January 1st of this year, I was praying. I was praying in the spirit. And I, as I was praying, all of a sudden my spiritual ears opened. And I began to hear a very holy sound. And as I, as I began to hear the sound, I could hear that the sound was going out. And then as I continued to listen, I heard another holy sound. Uh, it was holy, it was in the spirit, but it, it was not the same sound. And then I recognized that that sound was from the out, it was coming in. And so what I recognized here uh, is that as the sound would go out, the holy sound, then another holy sound would come back. And I recognized in the spirit that uh, there was an exchange that was taking place. Uh, between heaven and earth. It was heaven, uh, uh, earth going up, uh, reaching, touching heaven, and then heaven in return, uh, touching the earth back. And then as I was hearing this sound, uh, I heard these words. And uh, the words were this, there's a great cry for help. And a great cry to help. 
an SOS face signal coming from the people of God sent to God, sent to the God of help has been heard. This is what the Lord is saying to me as, I, as I'm in the Spirit on January 1st. And the Lord says that great help is coming. Great help is on the way. You'll see it and you'll know it and there won't be any delay. There is great help for these days in this time. Divine help. Help that is from me, myself. Hallelujah. And so as I heard these words, glory to God, we're getting some help. We're getting divine help. I looked up what, what the SOS, I mean, I know that that's a signal, but I didn't really know what the SOS stood for. And it says it's an urgent uh, appeal for help. And so uh, just talking about this this morning, that great help from the great I am, I'm not talking about natural help. I'm talking about supernatural help. I'm talking about divine help is <laughs> on the way. Uh, and the Lord began to show me some scriptures and he, and he said this morning just to read them and let the scriptures speak. So I'm going to do that here. I want you to turn with me to each of these because the Lord said that, he said, uh, let the scriptures speak as if they are from me. Now, you know, we here in this place uh, understand the, the words of God, that all of the words uh, uh, in the Bible are God-breathed, that they're given by God. Uh, and, and that they do several things. They give us instruction. They help us. Uh, we also know that the words of God are, are alive. They're living. They're not just words on a page. Come on, God is in these words. There's life in these words. There's power in these words. Power to create what it says. Power to do what it says. So when we read the words here, it's not like we're just reading some words on a page. It's like we need to understand that this is a divine moment that God Himself is speaking to us. This is how these scriptures are coming this morning. This is God Himself speaking to you. And so you need to let these scriptures be yours. You need to believe them, receive them, open up your hearts real big, let them get in. Psalm 46.1 Now the Lord gave me these in a particular order. Psalm 46.1, it says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Now, God is a very present help in trouble. But I also want you to know this year that there's a lot of help coming that's outside of just the trouble realm. So what I want you to know is God is your ever-present help. He is ever-present. He is going to be ever-present this year in every situation to bring help to you. Help in whatever way is needed. Not just in the trouble. I'm getting ahead of myself because the Lord just boom, boom. So I'm going to just share. I'm just basically sharing what he gave me. So God is our refuge and our strength. God, remember the I am. A very present help in trouble. Turn with me to Isaiah 41.10. The Lord talking about the God of help. It says, fear not for I am with you. Fear not for I am. The I am is with you. He's not far from you. He is already with you. 
Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. The Lord says, yes, I will help you. The Lord says, yes, I will help you. This year is not going to be a year of like trying to figure out asking if the Lord is going to help. The asking just needs to be, Lord, help. Because the Lord has already said to you this morning, yes, I will help you. And I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I will uphold you. This help that God is going to give us is going to uphold us. No one sinks this year. No one goes under this year. Isaiah 41, 13. For I, the Lord your God, will hold your right hand, saying to you, fear not, I will help you. Fear not. Fear nothing. Be afraid for nothing. Be troubled about nothing. For I will help you. The Lord will help you. The Lord, the great I am, the one who is above all will help you. He will help you. Psalm 121. Verse 1 and 2. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Hallelujah. Now I'm, I'm caught in a, in a like this because there are a couple of these scriptures. Let me read the next one. So I'm going to read that one again because I, boy, it's just good. I will lift up my eyes to the hills. Stop looking at the natural. Stop looking at what's in front of you. Lift up your eyes to the Lord. Lift up your eyes to the higher place. And know that you have help that comes. It comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Psalm 33, 20. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Now you see here in Psalm 121, I lift up my eyes. It seems there is something that we're doing in connection with this help coming. Here in Psalm 33, it's our soul waits for the Lord. Sometimes you're going to have to wait upon the Lord for something to get the instruction to know so that you can connect with the help that the Lord is bringing. Psalm 54, 4. Psalm 54, 4. Behold, God is my helper. Come on, God is saying to this, to you, God is your helper. God is your helper, but it does say behold. Behold tells us to get our focus, our attention on God as our helper. Psalm uh, Isaiah 50, turn with me to Isaiah 50, verse 7. Isaiah 57, for the Lord God will help me. Come on, you can just take that confession right there and work that all year long. For the Lord God will help me. Therefore, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like a flint and I know that I will not be ashamed. Hallelujah. 
Now the first couple of scriptures here just talking about God being our present help. God telling us not to fear. He's with us. Don't be dismayed. He's, he's gonna, he is our God. He's going to strengthen health in us. But then we go in and it, it tells us to start saying, lift up your eyes to the hills. Our soul does wait. Behold. And so there is something here, it seems to me, about uh, us positioning ourselves. But I have to say this. The way this, this help feels to me this year The Lord already said that the SOS faith cry, he said it was a faith, he said he attached faith in there. So to me it, it appears as if in some way faith has already been released. Faith has already gone from, from the earth, from the believers to heaven and God is already responding. And so there's a part of me that, that just wants you to know that help is on the way. It's already coming. And, and this is how I feel. Is that it, I actually looked it up last night. And it was in 2013 that I had a word from the Lord. And it was that the Lord was going to release things. I don't know how many of you were still here. But the Lord was going to release things that had been held up. And he began to quote things. I mean, and he called out some things that I would never say. But like supernatural debt reduction, uh, court cases, all these wild, wild... And he gave me this list of things. And he just said that they were going to be released and that they had been held up. And it wasn't him that had held them up. But he gave me the analogy of when uh, Daniel prayed. And Daniel prayed and it went to heaven and God heard it and God sent the answer. But then the opposition had stood in the way and it took 21 days for the opposition. Uh, the archangel had to go fight actually and, and get that opposition out of the way so that that answer, so that the release of that could come. And I mean, that year I could start pulling you. You would not even believe of the testimonies that we had. I mean, I remember one, one person for three years, they'd been dealing with something with their bank. Their bank called them out of the clear blue. $32,000 of debt wiped away. I, it was just wild stuff going. And it was just, I, I knew that I knew when the Lord gave me the word that release was coming. It was just like, it's here. That's how I feel about this word. That help is already here. Now we are faith people, but I want you to know help is here. Just get your help. Whatever help you need, it's already here. Our God is going to help us. Great help. Divine help. From the great I am. And what should happen is we should find ourselves at the end of the year with many testimonies. And we should not find ourselves in the same place. Turn with me over to Hebrews chapter 4. Now I'm going to bring this into the New Testament. Hallelujah. I looked up the word help. Well, first of all, you know, I had heard divine. So, of course, that means uh, relating to or proceeding directly from God. Some of us have been looking at people and thinking our help is coming from people. People are not your source. God, the great I am, is your source. And he can cause people to do 
<laughs> he can cause people to do all kinds of things that they would normally not do. As a matter of fact, uh, I was just in a meeting where Jesse Duplantis was preaching, and he was talking about um, unconscious obedience of unbelievers, where they, they just do something for you, and, and then they don't even know why they did it. And he was bringing up the story of Oral Roberts, how at one point Oral Roberts had had a big, huge uh, lands that was worth millions and millions of dollars given to him, and it was given to him by an unbeliever, by a heathen. And when they interviewed the man, they asked the man, do you like Oral Roberts? And he said, not really. And they said, well, why did you give him the land? And he said, I don't really know. When Jesse was given that word last week, this came as a word from the Lord. He said he felt like this was a, a, a thing where we needed to believe for. So don't you, you pigeonhole God by thinking that you know how God is going to do something or who God is going to use to do something for you. God is way bigger than that. He's the great I am. Help means to give assistance or support to. We're talking about from God. It means to provide something that is useful or necessary in achieving an end. It means to make things more pleasant or bearable. To bring relief. It means to be a use of, to benefit. It means to change for the better. Are you in Hebrews 4? 4.16 Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. Come on, this year, God is giving help. And this is what the Lord told me, that the only thing that's really required is that we position ourselves, coming in faith and expecting it now. For His intention is to bring great divine help from the great I Am. From the Lord, no help will be withheld, but rather there will be great help freely given, a free flow in every place and help from every side. And it won't be help one time or short term, but rather it will be help repeatedly for the long term. For resistance has been and is being removed. Obstacles have been and are being moved out of the way. For the great I am is moving and he is at work sending great help to you. Then the Lord said, not just in times of trouble, but in the living of daily life. This is it's like so much bigger. You know, sometimes we just try to do a lot on our own. We try to get by on our own. We try to make it on our own. Things are okay. I can get by. But that's not how the Lord intended for us to live. He wants to be our ever-present help. And he wants to teach us and show us how to live in this place of the helpership of God in our life. And that's why he gave us the Holy Spirit, the helper himself. Because the help that's coming from the great I am, the one who has authored it, it's going to come through the Holy Spirit. 
So this is going to be a great year of interacting, come on, uh, of, of encounters with and experiences with the Holy Spirit. The Lord also said, not just in the struggle, but when things are going right. And you see here how this is the Lord trying to, trying to enlarge our understanding of Him as our ever-present help. Of Him as the God of help. He really is going to help us. And so as I was hearing these things... <clears throat> I begin to say to the Lord, Lord, we really want this. We need to want this. Help. Uh, what we, need to, we need to really expect this. We need to receive this to get in on the help of the Lord, no matter how large or how small. And that's one thing the Lord's been talking to me. It doesn't have to be the grand old thing, although it can be and will be the grand old thing, but it can be the small things. What if you could just really sense the divine hand of God upon your life every day, helping you in everything that you do? As I was writing this, thinking of this, then I heard the Spirit, and the Spirit, what rose up in my spirit was, there's help to overcome, help to win. There's help for answers, help for direction. There's help for favor and help for the blessing. There's help in healing, help in freedom too. There's help for peace and help for a clear mind too. There's help with wisdom and help with grace. There's help for life and help for uh, the ride. There's help in sustaining. There's help for the new. There's help at work and in excelling too. There's help at home and in managing all things well. There's help for marriage and for parenting too. There's help at church and in serving the Lord more effectively too. There's help for spiritual things, help for great exploits too. There's help to go up higher, help for more power and more glory too. There's help that's sufficient, help to see it all done. And this is just to mention a few, but with the Lord, He's thought of way more than you. But know this, that all this divine help is for you. help you and before I could answer he replied and he said the I am who I am the I am who I am the God of help and the I am is the one who will help you whatever you need I am Whatever you want, I am. These days, this time, this year is marked for great help from the great I am. So believe it, say it, write it, read it, and run with it. For it shall be just as the Lord says for you and for me. Great help from the great I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Help is coming. Come on, help is on the way. 
Come on, we're getting help this year. Help in every area. Come on, help in every situation. Come on, help from every side. Help from every angle. The Lord's going to help us. Hallelujah. And I want to take just a couple of minutes. Praise the Lord. And remind you that all this help is coming from the great I am. The one who has always been. The eternal one. The one in which there was nothing before. (laughs) Hallelujah. 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 In Genesis 17, 1, the Lord appeared to Abram and he said to him, I am Almighty God. We're talking about help coming from the Almighty God, the Mighty One. Isaiah 42, 8 says, I am the Lord, that is my name. I am the Lord, the Lord of all. The King of all, Lord over all. And he said, I will not yield my glory to another. That means that when something is in your way of help, oh no. Oh no, the I am is already there. Come on, the I am is not going to yield to any opposition, the I am is not going to yield to any obstacles. The great I am is there. Jeremiah 32, 27. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Is there anything too hard for me? Come on. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? No. Is there anything too small for the Lord? So we must do as this says, Psalm 46.10, we all know it. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know the I am. You need this year, if you will just be still, you will know the I am. You will know the I am this year. I'm telling you, the I am is going to reveal himself in a much greater way this year. And it's coming through the help of God. And our confession is going to be, wow. Wow. Turn with me over to uh, Exodus chapter 3. We all know this, but I just want to read it. You remember that Moses had had an assignment from God. And then he had basically run from God. And he was out just trying to do his own thing. Exodus 3. And this is when uh, he was out and then he saw the burning bush. Remember? Remember? 
And it was a bush that was consumed with fire, but yet the bush was not consumed or it was not burning. So it was just a living fire that was burning within the bush. And it says that the angel of the Lord appeared. And of course Moses turned his attention uh, toward uh, the burning bush to see what God would say. In verse 13, then Moses said to God, Indeed, when I come to the children of Israel, so he turned to the burning bush and the Lord called him again, reminded him of who he was, reminded him of the call that he had. And then he wanted to know when he returns, uh, who is he going to tell the people has sent him? And so this is where we pick up in verse 13. Then Moses said to God, Indeed, will I come to the children of Israel, and I say to them, The God of your fathers uh, has sent me to you, and they will say to me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And then he said, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent you to me. God as the I am. Really nothing else needs to be said. He is the God of I am. And then we know throughout the scriptures he goes on to reveal uh, many things about himself uh, through scriptures, really through names. Uh, when he calls himself Jehovah Jireh, uh, he is the provider. Jehovah Rapha, he is the healer. So all these things that the Lord reveals who he is as the I am. I am the God of your provision. I am the God of your healing. I am the God, your shepherd. Uh, uh, Jehovah Shema, I am the God who is here, the God who is ever present. We need to stop compartmentalizing God and thinking sometimes we're with God and sometimes we're not with God. God is ever present for us. Hallelujah. And so just the declaration from the Lord that He is the I Am means everything. I want you to know that God is declaring to you, He is the I Am, the great I Am of your life. And it's from that a revelation that He is sending help. There's such power just in the declaration of the great I am. Turn with me over to uh, John chapter 18. Turn to John 18 and while you're turning there, now we know that Jesus came, of course, as God in the flesh. And so Jesus came in the same lordship. He came in the same power of God. He came in the same might of God. He came with the same purposes of God, the plan of God. And in John 8, 58, Jesus was speaking to the Jews and He said, Before Abraham was, I am. And so this declaration of the I am needs to be a greater revelation in our life, in the church today. This life that we have with the great I am. Then in John 18, are you there? We're going to pick up in verse 3. Now this was when uh, Judas was uh, betraying Jesus. So he had gone out into the garden. He was praying. Uh, he, he prayed with everything he had. Great uh, sweat drops of blood came from him. And then the moment came and we pick up in verse 3. It says, Then Judas, having received a detachment of troops and officers from the priests and Pharisees, came uh, there with lanterns and torches and weapons, 
And Jesus, therefore, knowing all things that would come upon him, went forward and said to them, Whom are you seeking? And they answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. And Jesus said to them, I am he. And Judas, who betrayed him, also stood with them. And when he said to them, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. Troops of Roman soldiers, chief priests and Pharisees who did not believe in God, Jesus as the Savior. But when Jesus said, I am, there was so much power. Just as Jesus declared, I am He, I am, boom, power, power was attached to that. That caused them to draw back and fall to the ground. The power of God released by just the declaration of Jesus being the I am. I want you to know that God is your great I am. He's not just the great I am. He's your great I am. He will be everything to you that you want him to be. He will be everything to you that you need him to be. And God the Father and Jesus the Son, through the Holy Ghost, the great I am is sending great help to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Turn with me back over to uh, Exodus chapter 3 and I'm going to close with this. Great help from the great I am. been set in motion. It's like, it's like I almost feel like I can say that even your stupidity is not going to stop it. But It's already set in motion. The help is already set in motion. Come on, help from God, help from the great I am. It's already set in motion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Exodus chapter 3 verse 1. Now I just want to point this out. Because, you know, partly when a word comes like this, I feel as though there are times that God endeavors to help us that we don't even recognize God's help. 
And so it is important this year that we recognize God's help. Okay? The Bible says that when you have light, you're to walk in the light. And then the more that you walk in the light, the more light that you get. And that's, that's how I feel this year. If we can recognize the help of God when it comes and acknowledge that and be thankful for that, which then lifts our expectation. Because I, I, I know that God is going to show up and help in ways that you don't even yet realize that you need help. And this is why I want to read this little section right here and tell you this. Exodus chapter 3, verse 1. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. Uh, and he fled the flock, led the flock to the back of the desert and came to Harab, the, uh, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. And so he looked and behold, the bush was burning with fire, but the bush was not consumed. And then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight. So there was a turning of Moses from what he knew in this just daily life and how he was living and how he was going along. Because listen, we know that God is good and the goodness of God, the goodness of God is with me everywhere I go, man. Isn't it with you? Surely the goodness of the Lord will follow you all the days of your life. I'm not chasing down goodness. Goodness is chasing down me. And so there's times when it just seems like it's all pretty good. Things are going pretty right, you know. And, and maybe we're not thinking help. But that's how we limit God sometimes because there is always help and a greater degree of help from the Lord. And so Moses did have to turn. It says he turned aside to see this great sight why the bush does not burn. And so when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called up to him uh, from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. And then he said, do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off your feet for the place where you stand is holy ground Moreover, he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. And so we do see here that Moses had to, uh, in a sense, direct, redirect himself from the distractions, the situations of his life. And this is where we do need to lift our eyes up to the hills from whence cometh our help. We can't be so busy about life and just running it, doing it, oh, in this ride, that we're not giving attention to the Lord and that He is our ever-present help. He is our ever-present help. No matter what, no matter where, no matter when. So it was as He turned uh, that he could hear from the Lord, which, which meant now that God could take him out of his natural, his natural life, his, his duties, his responsibilities, his routines, his patterns. I feel like God wants to break through some of the routines and the patterns, even things that we've been in that work well. God wants to bring, the God of help wants to bring a help. And so sometimes we have to be willing to, and then he told him to take off his shoes. Now, I've, I've looked at that a lot. Why, why take off his shoes? 
But there, there are some accounts that say that the shoes represented his flesh. And they couldn't bring his flesh into the presence of God. And so this is what happens many times. We bring ourselves into this life with God. With God. We're, we're, we're saying we're living with God. But we're bringing our, ourself. We're bringing our own abilities. We're bringing our own strength. We're bringing our own knowledge. We're bringing our own self-sufficiency. And God is greater than all that. You do know that God's ability is way greater than your ability. You do know that God's knowledge is way greater than your knowledge, right? That God's sufficiency is way greater than any self-sufficiency that we can have. And so this year, we do need to just strip off the flesh. We need to strip off ourselves. We can't bring self into this help of the Lord because it's the great I am who's doing it. And I'll tell you this, he doesn't want to share his glory with anybody else, including you. And so he wants to show up in things, in ways with this help that we have to realize, wow, that was God. Hallelujah. It's the power of the great I am. Hallelujah. And this year we're getting what? We're getting great help from the great I am. Come on, say it. I'm getting great help from the great I am. I'm getting great help from the great I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Come on, let's rejoice in the word of the Lord. Glory to God. We believe it, Lord. We're receiving it. Help is on the way. Help is on the way. Great help. Great help. Glory, 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 glory. And I'll just go ahead and say it. This is what sets us up for the glory of God. This year we're going to see the glory of God through the help. And you're going to see that His glory is not, it's not just reserved in some, so many of us just we pigeonhole what we call glory. And many of us really, to be honest, we're, we're seeking after the thing that we think we haven't seen and we think that that's the glory of God. But again, I'll tell you, if you'll open up yourself and let God begin to send His help, then you're going to see the glory of God in ways that you've never seen before. Because God is in the small things in your life. He's in the day-to-day of your life. He's not only in the signs and the wonders and the getting together and seeing limbs grow, which we will see. And then the more, the more we're having that expectation, the more we're seeing this is part of the glory of God. Christ in me, the hope of glory, is not just in the way extravagant, even, even just in the spiritual things. The glory of God can be seen in you as an employee at work. It's like something, man. They're like, they're like way above. I mean, they're continually excelling like... 
Come on, this is how we live daily with God and not just, just trying to live from the next big something to the next big something. Listen, I'm all for revival. I believe in revival. I believe we can have revival. I personally believe we can have revival every day. But I, I'm not, I don't chase after revivals. Because I'd rather spend my time developing revival in me so that I can have revival everywhere I go. Not just one time at a certain spot where something blows in and we see this wonderful thing for a little bit of time. Great. But what about living in the glory of God? What about living every day in the glory of God? Being able to know that today I experienced the glory of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you for joining Pastors Chaz and Joni today from Houston Faith Church. If you're looking for a good home church in Houston, Texas, we'd like to invite you to be our guest anytime. What you'll find is that Houston Faith Church is highly committed to the Word of God, the love of God, and the Spirit-filled life and ministry that Jesus expects. We know that everyone wants to make a difference in this life and that the Great Commission of the Lord Jesus Christ is the main thing for all of us. You'll find your purpose here and grow strong in faith at Houston Faith Church. Find more faith-building resources on our YouTube channel or subscribe to our free audio podcast. You can also connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. See you soon.